1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with the new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. Welcome on in. Really quick, uh, Gordon will be joining us, we hope, uh, coming up here shortly uh, with the Blizzard. That uh, has just, I, it's not a, really a blizzard, but with the snow that has just hit town, uh, traffic out there a little bit rough. So Gordon's a little, in, little hairy. Gordon's in some bumper to bumper. That's the voice of Lloyd Cole. Austin is here as well. Uh, I, I have a specific conversation I want to get into with Lloyd in, in just one second. But, uh, you know, Gordo and, and everybody else listening out there, take it easy. Uh, get where you got to go. That's the most important thing. We don't need to. We don't need to get into uh, two accidents. Uh, we'll get to uh, tons of sports to get to. It's a truncated edition of the big show. Pre-game takes over at four thirty. Dan Walken will be at three thirty. Uh, Chris Mannix at the top of the four o'clock hour. So we're obviously very busy. Uh, Austin. Okay. So we were just talking before the show started. Austin, you're excited to use your new snowblower. Yeah. Uh, about I, as excited as one could be. Yeah. I got a new snowblower a couple of years ago, and I love using my new snowblower. It's great. Uh, and then Lloyd weighed in on the conversation because you have a famously large snowblower. And it's decent size. Yeah, it's, it's, it's average. It's a big we'll one. It's average. And, and Does Lloyd have to park out of the garage because it's that size of a snowblower? I don't know, Lloyd. Do you, do you put the, does, does, your, does your everyday car take a backseat to the snowblower? No. Okay. Just, you still you still park it, in the garage. Yes, it with fits the right snowblower. Okay. It's on the side. All right, all right. If it's on the side of the car, it's not that big. So okay, so we're talking now about about neighborhood obligation. If you've got a, a snowblower, yeah, it obviously makes life a lot easier. Yes. Right? And, and, so, and, and by the way, those those things cut through snow like butter. Right. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it, it's great. I'm actually genuinely excited for Austin to use a snowblower today. I mean, like, you know, it's just one of those things like we're getting to He's middle, earned it, by the way. We're, we're getting to middle age. He's gentlemen. earned it. 
we're we're getting to that middle age where it's like, oh yeah, that that sounds great. Ooh, Papa's gonna do that tonight. That sounds awesome. Can't you wait know? to change the yeah. oil. Yeah, I'm falling asleep <clears throat> on New Year's, guy. I am. I'm excited to use my snowblower. I'm excited to fall asleep on New Year's. It's it's that point in my life, and I'm fairly comfortable with it. But you did bring up a, a really interesting point. What is your neighborhood obligation? Is there is there a policy here? Uh, because I'm I'm helping a neighbor out currently. Uh, doing her driveway uh, when I when right. I can, and you you've talked about how you've been generous yeah, in the past. Yeah, so uh, well, so I've had I've had mine for I don't know about forty years, I guess. But I've always I've never really thought much of it. It's just I'm just going when I'm doing it, and so I'll just I'll go around like to the backside of my house, like the house that's behind me, and I'll go all the way a part of that because I do I the sidewalk. Yeah, do the sidewalk. Okay. That neighbor, I'm a big fan of that neighbor. All and, right. And I'll do. I'll also do my neighbors next to me, and sometimes I'll even go across the street and get the one uh, kitty corner from me. Yeah. Um. So, but but I thought this. I was thinking about this last night because I got home late, as sometimes I do from from work, and I thought to myself. I would really like somebody to like reciprocate. Like somebody could have jumped on this. Yeah, like yeah. so I didn't have to come home because right. I didn't really feel like doing it last night. And I was like, and I just I got done doing it. I was like, and I was like, you know what? So I went. I I actually got to the to the to the neighbor's line, and I said, you know what? No. And I turned around and went back the other way. Was his driveway done? Was no. your neighbor's driveway done? Uh, driveway was done. Okay. So, so he or she, I suppose, yeah. got done with it and just said, "You know what? I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm going inside. I'm gonna get some cocoa." So I just I I want it to be reciprocated right. maybe once. You know or what? Twice. I'm not asking for a lot because when I do it, I, like I said, I just go to town and get it. You know, a lot of it done. So pretty much everybody in my neighborhood, for the most part, has a snowblower. Uh, Is that bad of me, by the way? No, no, no. I, I, I don't think you're obligated at all. I really don't. I mean, what if you're in a hurry? There's all sorts yeah. of circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, like, you. you're not obligated. It's just nice to do. Like, yeah. But but here's the thing. Where, hold on. They're also not obligated to return the favor that you have paid no, them. No, they're right. not obligated. Right. There's, there's really no obligation here. You're, you're more or no, less No, you're just, not obligated. You're, you're doing it out of the goodness of your own heart. You really right. are. And you were, you were hoping for a favor. You would think maybe one time it might be, yeah, might yeah. be you know, done for you as well. So, also, you'd be like, oh, wow. I get to go home and go in and, and, and hang out with my kids, and I don't have to go out and snow blow. Sweet. Uh, but I do have a neighbor, and I've helped this neighbor a couple of times when it's, when it's really snowed, you know. But I have a neighbor that won't get a snowblower because they like the exercise. And, and in the summer, I, and by the way, I, these neighbors are, are unbelievable. We love them. But in the, uh, in the summer, There's they, no exercise on no, what that does to your back. In, in the summer, he has a, a smaller lawn, and so he won't get a, a real lawnmower. He has one of those ones like out of a cartoon, like out of Warner no. Brothers. That, yeah, the, the, the propeller? The, yeah, the, the, right. He's got just one of the, the rotating the, blade? The rotating, right. He's, he's got one of those. And it, it just watching him, it's just like, oh, man, that looks like a real struggle. Don't you have to do it like six times with one of those things to get it done, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I've never done it. I never will. Mm. Uh, but but here's what you, you hit on it a little bit, Lloyd. Here's what I don't get. All right. Yeah, exercise I get. But this particular kind of exercise, like, yeah, you're just you're just wrecking your back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I know. you could go down to the gym and exercise properly, you know, or you could get that get that old shovel out of the garage and go out there. Like and, if there's a, like a little <laughs> skiff, I'll just take the shovel over it real quick. Right. And it's still like I feel it in the back because I'm like, oh, man, this sucks because it's not enough to use this, the snowblower on. But you got to you got to do the sidewalk so people don't slip or anything. So, I mean, you just feel it like, wow, I can't believe I, it's not fun using right. a shovel. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out there and see if I right. can't take a trip to the emergency room. That sounds terrific. Uh, and Austin now is, is in the old snowblower club, so. 
Retire that shovel, brother. Yeah, I, although I have a couple times still done the shovel without the snowblower because, like Lloyd was saying, it wasn't quite enough to go yeah. through the hassle of getting the snowblower out there. Oh, uh, man, are you kidding? You if know it, what? I've decided it's never not enough because I did it the other night, and I was just like, oh, that really sucked. Just it'll work. Trust me. I'm not just sure break, to pick it up Just even. break the snow. It'll work. <laughs> Trust me. Dude, I, if it snows a flake— I'm firing that yeah, bad boy. Up. You know work. what? I just I just like hearing the roar. I really do. I mean, <laughs> yours is gas know, powered. Nothing is nothing. Are, is, is yours gas powered, Lloyd? Yes. Oh, see, I went with the battery power because I like the world. But well, hey, I if I could coal roll my snowblower, <laughs> I definitely would. Yes. Yeah. I in fact, sometimes <laughs> I just leave it going and I go in for a sec, warm up for a little bit, and then go back out and start snow blowing some more. In fact, so. I, I really appreciate. Uh, the the early morning uh, driveway clean as well, where it's like, yeah, we gotta we gotta get mama to work. So I don't care that it's six thirty in the morning. Listen to this neighborhood. You're yeah. gonna hear it roar, yeah. and you're gonna suck the diesel fumes <laughs> you're over your morning it. coffee. All right. Monster truck up I here at the go cove. I gotta go because I gotta go still Gordon's parking spot. All right, thank you, Lloyd. I appreciate that. I, I thought that I thought your obligation when it comes to cleaning driveways would be a, a good topic on a day like today. Which, is this true? When I came through security today, our, one of the fine uh, security people here at the arena uh, told me that the weather said it wasn't going to snow today. Oh, I don't know. I don't either. I didn't check I the don't weather. I often check the weather. See, I, I wore my Sanooks on, on the absolute worst day, my shoes. You didn't are, wear other? The, those Like, you didn't wear <laughs> boots in here and then put those on like Fred Rogers? No, no. You are traipsing home in pretty much made of paper shoes oh this totally reminds me i i completely forgot to this second i'm gonna go tony parks on you for for a second austin and this is really gonna gross you out so I, i'm glad we're in both rooms but i thought you of all people would appreciate my socks today so i'm going to nice. remove my shoes and show you my ricky vaughn major league socks that my buddy alex got me for show Christmas. him the heater how about that? That's great. Those are some cool socks, Even right? 99 on there, yeah. And you know what? Those are Major League socks. Not Major League 2, Tony Parks. That movie stunk. But Major League 1, the original, the uh, the amazing thing. All right. Uh, so we, Speaking of Lloyd stealing Gordon's parking spot, we got to pay forth some incriminating audio. We do. Point. We do. And you've you've batted around a few ideas. And, and of course, I'm sure that, uh, that Gordon is listening out there as he uh, – uh, tries to get through the old traffic jam. So why don't we throw out a couple of suggestions while while Gordon is is sitting there, so he's he's understanding maybe what he's he's coming into. Because you tossed a couple of ideas my way that I thought I thought were were all terrific. So the idea with incriminating audio, at least for how I see it, is something that is a, it's a topic that will come up often enough that I can then play the bite. It will apply to that topic and it will annoy Gordon without losing. Our friendship yeah, over, we over said bite. And we're not trying to get anybody fired either. We should Correct. And and the basis for this, if, uh, if those of you that don't know, uh, Gordon bet that the Ravens would beat Austin's Titans over the weekend, and the Titans, of course, won. And uh, losing the bet, his punishment is incriminating audio, something right. that we get on tape that we can play over and over and over again. So uh, the three that struck my mind today were all car-related. Well, actually, two of them are car-related. One is another thing. In fact, I'll start with the, the third. I thought if we had him say, I really don't deserve all this vacation time. <laughs> I like that one. And then when he goes I on like vacation, we can just continually play it. Gordon on vacation, you know, I really don't deserve this vacation or what, time. Or when he, says, when he says, what are you doing this weekend? We tell him, then we say, what are you doing? He says, oh, I got to work. 
then I can just play. I really don't deserve all those vacation times. Plus, Gordon thinks that we we crush him whenever he's on vacation, and we, <laughs> we, and really, we don't. really don't. And so, wait, he is listening. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We we make horrible jokes at your expense. Like, I, I'm serious. I think I did one show ten years ago where we really made Gordon like teasing Gordon. Uh, like we we made up this hashtag just ask Gordon so people would make jokes like uh like uh you know um I don't know the. The Great Depression was really devastating to the country. Hashtag just ask Gordon, you I know, see. like yeah. like that sort of thing where we just, you know, make make jokes like, you know, a Porsche is yeah. really fast. Hashtag just ask Gordon, like that sort of thing. I think I did that show once where, of course, the social media interaction was was heavy, and so ever since then, Gordon's been like paranoid that I we see. just that we just okay. So that's where that comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, we just All constantly right. crush him on vacation, which which is not the truth. But if we had that incriminating audio, then then we could at least tease him a little bit. Yeah, while right. He's on vacation. Uh, another one I thought of was have him say speed limits don't apply to luxury cars. I like that. And every time he says, eh, talks about his car and obeying the law, boom. Speed limits don't apply to luxury, to cars. luxury cars. Okay. Or, and this one might be my favorite one, because it does come up quite often that Gordon just parks wherever, however he, he wants to, according to some people. Uh-huh. He, he would refute it. But I'd like to have him say, parking stall lines are merely suggestions, not rules. Something like along the lines of it's a like guideline, that. not a rule. Right. Yeah. Parking. So parking, parking stall lines, lines are merely suggestions. Are merely suggestions. That's pretty funny. Meaning he can make his parking spot wherever right. he wants. I like that. So we have seen. Uh, there's other evidence of that out there too. Gordon has moved cones in the past. Right. Yeah, that one can't be refuted. No. We, there's <laughs> video evidence of that one. He did. He does. He does. Now I'll give it to Gordon. He he knows how to work his way into a parking spot. The man knows the, how to where work there the isn't system. one. Yeah, right. But then he doesn't like his teasing him when. It, but that's what he does. He finds a spot where there was none. Nobody could ever say that Gordon Monson is not savvy. Oh he, yeah, he's a very savvy man. Oh very yes, savvy man. All right. So if it, we could still take some suggestions, but yeah. that gets on that gets on tape today, as uh, Gordon pays up his bet for incriminating if he makes it here. audio. Uh, he'll he'll make it. Okay, he'll make it. Okay, as I mentioned earlier, coming up at uh, four thirty, uh, Jazz pregame will take over as we get you ready for the Jazz and the Nets tonight. Uh, at four o'clock, Chris Mannix will be on the show, NBA Daily Assist. We uh, of course always look forward to Chris and his input. And at three thirty, Dan Walken of USA Today is going to join us. He of course is a columnist. Very good interview. So look forward to that. He certainly uh, also was uh, was at the game last night. And, and we've got to get to this story at some point today because it's too big a story not to get to. But I'll just tease it like this. Can, can, can Penn State just stop playing sports? Just stop. You can't handle it. You've lost the privilege. You've failed the human test repeatedly. Let's, let's just let's take a break from athletics for you. Let's just, let's just not do it for a while. That's it. And, and see how that goes because you know what? You've, you've forfeited the right. All right, it's uh, it's time for the split story of the day. Mr. Horton, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Burrow, again, the snap, the knee, and the Tigers of LSU. A team of destiny and a team for ages. 
celebrate on the field here tonight in New Orleans inside the Superdome, capturing the national title and snapping a 29-game win streak for Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. Final horn sounds. It's in the books. Tigers win. They are the national champions with a win tonight over Clemson, 42-25. Wow, the national championship game goes to the LSU Tigers and Coach Ogeron, which has turned out to just capping off what has been uh, no doubt an incredible season for the LSU Tigers, and that's amazing. 30 games in a row for Clemson, and that uh, that streak is no longer. Big-time win. And, Austin, I I kind of thought Clemson was going to win. I feel foolish for that take today. I almost bet Gordon. He was. I said, give me the five points, and I'll do incriminating audio. I'm certainly um, happy that uh, Gordon balked at that bet. That, that turned out to be a good thing for me. And I think that was more of an underestimation of LSU than it was an overestimation of Clemson. Now, maybe you can make an argument either way. But LSU was great on on both sides of the ball, and they put this game away when they had to. And Joe Burrow, man, that dude is magic. He's he's great. And what they did with that offense this year, opening it up and taking advantage of all that athleticism and finding a quarterback transferring from Ohio State who had the uh, you know ability on the field and off it to to really have the and I don't think there's really any argument to this the best season in the Southeastern Conference that a quarterback has ever had he had over 5,000 yards this year over 5,000 yards over or he had uh, over 60 touchdowns I mean he's amazing ran away with the Heisman Trophy he's going to be the number one pick I mean it just some of the throws that that he threw last night were so very good were just great 463 yards five five touchdowns against the Clemson defense that was really really good Austin, I, I did. I underestimated LSU. I mean, they're they're great, and we can talk about how great here in a second. But I mean, best team won. There's no doubt, no doubt about it. Yeah, I I thought you did pick LSU though. I thought you thought LSU was going to win. I you know did what? Did you hedge I, on that and I go back? Didn't make an official pick to be honest. Oh, I, I thought I, I heard I, you say it. Um, but I had I had a good feeling about Clemson. I I certainly would have taken the points in a in a bet with Gordon. Mm. Oh okay. Oh maybe that's what it was. Was that so, uh, anyway? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people years from now are going to look back and go, I should have paid a little more attention to the LSU football team in 2019. Yeah, I know I am. I'm already wondering. Because uh, Tony and I, well, that's the co-host that I have from 10 to noon. Tony, not Tony Jake. Par- Tony Parks. Tony, uh-huh. uh, on the Tony and Austin show, 10 to noon, check it out. Uh, we were talking about, is LSU the best team ever? Is the 2019 LSU Tigers the best college football team ever? And I can't say yes and I can't say no because, Jake, I frankly did not pay close enough attention mm. to what appears to have been possibly the greatest team to ever do it. By the way, Gordon just called. Yeah. And someone in the middle of the traffic jam got out of their car and cleaned off their entire car with their stove brush while everyone just sat behind them waiting to continue down the road. Wait, while, while traffic was, was moving? <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. He was, Gordon was screaming at me. You know, not that he's mad at me, but mm. yeah. anyway. Okay, so if if the dude who just did that is listening, for the sake of the show, please let's let's not do that again. Let's let's not let's not do that. Let the wipers do their thing, and let's let's move it along. <laughs> that that sounds like a a pretty 
terrific yeah. idea. Anyway, LSU great. Uh, what Tony thought they were the greatest of all time? He, no, he said they certainly have an argument at this point to be. Well, you know, Tony, he's he never goes he, that big. He never, he never does those sorts of things. Um, here's the thing: the resume is is unreal. I mean, they, you, you've seen the comparisons everywhere, you know, all day long. How many top 25 teams they beat. I mean, beating four out of the five preseason AP top five teams. I mean, if you want to if you want to put resumes out there, you look at what Joe Burrow did, historic season, the whole thing. Absolutely, Tony, in this case, is right. You You certainly can make that argument. We'll see how many draft picks they have in those sorts of things, which aren't like, you know, official scoreboard stuff, but tends to be a good uh, factor, I think. Um, I was trying to remember, uh, it was uh, uh, Tim Brando this morning with DJ and PK, who was unbelievable, by the way. I love Tim Brando. Check that out at uh, 1280thezone.com. He brought up the, I think it was the 01 Miami team that had 11 first-round picks. I mean, uh, thinking back to that team, I mean, unreal, unreal stuff. The best money Butch Davis, or the best uh, team Butch Davis could have bought. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh. So there, there are teams, uh, the Alabama team in 2015, they beat like five top 25 teams or something like that. Um you know, there's a couple that that you put up there. Maybe you, you talk about the the Texas Vince Young team, or or maybe you like the the Matt Liner Reggie Bush team from the year before. That uh, well, who'd they smash in the? I think it was the Orange Bowl. Was that Oklahoma? Oh, I, I think it was Bob Stoops uh, Stoops in Probably, Oklahoma. Yeah. Once again, the Sooners on the the wrong end of a beating in a big time game. <laughs> which, by the way, they keep getting the benefit of the doubt over and over and over again. And it's like, well, does nobody does nobody have a memory? <laughs> And it's not like Norman is really pulling in those TV numbers. But I don't know. They, I mean, yeah, they're a big name, big brand. But, I mean, when did we go? You know what? They're from a town called Norman. Bob Bob Stoops won one kind of, like accidentally 100 years ago. And somehow we're still going, you know what? Let's put Oklahoma in there. Let's see how <laughs> it goes. And they catch beating after beating after beating. And yet we still get confused, like, wow, I think this Sooner team might be good. No, ah, they're not. Get them in there. <laughs> see what they can do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're, we're getting a little so off. LSU. So LSU. So uh, LSU. I mean, there, there certainly is the argument to be to to be made there, and I, I'm sure people will. It'll be interesting to see if, if Coach O can keep it rolling, because much like Utah, he's going to have some uh, certainly have some replacing to do. Uh, but, I mean, that, that was an amazing team. And they they beat up on a Clemson team that was a there was a really good team and and lost in thirty games thirty games wild that's amazing uh, loved the negative imprint that the Pac twelve refs left on the game that that was uh, that was fun okay let me ask did you watch the coin flip no I did when not. I because I watched it DVR and I skipped all that I did too okay because I want to know did and I, I guess I could have gone back this afternoon on my DVR and checked but did. When the referee said, we are proud to be here representing the Pac-12, did the crowd audibly laugh when he said that? Oh, I hope so. Because there was a lot of social media jokes made about that, but there wasn't so many jokes that it was absolutely true. Maybe just five, six people made the same joke. So I was curious. Hmm. Well, I hope so. So I don't know. They, they should have they laughed. Yeah, they should have. Controversial targeting call, which... By the letter of the law, well, that's was, what the Pac-12 likes to do. I, you know what? But by, I, I get it. And I heard uh, Han- this is a topic Hans Olsen uh, on Scotty and Hans is, is is very passionate about. And I, I heard his uh, his opinion today, and I get it. And I, I actually like his idea of of like a tiered punishment system. You know, if if somebody's trying to you know end the other player's career, well, let's you know. Let's let's not tolerate Hit that. Hit the shower, son. But if if it was somewhat incidental and, and it appears to be incidental, 
then then I I'm certainly fine with the tiered system. I I do think we need to get those kind of plays out of football. I agree with that argument. You've got to have some sort of deterrent, uh, and it's got to be severe enough that it it alters how the game is coached. You right. Know, it it's got to be a big enough deterrent. So so we could argue that all day long. Uh, one one play or one place where I do agree with Hans is let him stay on the on the sideline. Come on. Yeah, why you does know, uh, he, yeah, let him stay on the sideline? Let he him. does not need to be removed from the vicinity. Right? Is he a danger to society yeah. if you let him stick around? He doesn't need to be arrested. You know, and and okay, so I I get you know if you eject a player on the field for for fighting, right? You, you get that player off the field for for cooling down if for no other reason, you know, uh, and and that sort of well, thing. Yeah, but, you but, know what but, ends but, a fight? Remove someone away from where the fight was. Right, yeah. but an incidental targeting, which. I, I don't think that this player had malicious intent. I mean, but by the way, the rule is laid out there. They made the right call. Yeah, that's the problem. Like you're talking right. about though, with the targeting rule is there's a loophole on every syllable in that rule. The way they've the way they have languaged that rule. It's always targeting. Always. And and that that's why we constantly watch Pac-12 games and scratch our head and go, I thought I, I kind of understood what targeting is, but, you know. That guy just put his head through the other guy's, uh, you know, ear hole. So I, I guess I don't really know because they, they looked at that and they said, you know, we're good. Oh, well, that's because he had USC's logo on the helmet there, Jake. See, but the, 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 this is the problem. Okay, so we're, we're opening a whole can of worms we probably don't have uh, time really to get into. But but this is the whole problem. Like, you, by not by not calling it correctly and leaving it so vague and have Woody Dixon – you know, calling in every other game and saying uh, that's that's clearly targeting and that's not. I mean, it it just if you're going to have a rule, live by the rule, right? And if it's if it's too cut and dry and too punitive, then do something like Hans suggests and make it a, a tiered type of thing. But if you do that, enforce the rule. The problem is is when you don't enforce the rule. And okay. if the if the rule's too strict, then change it. I got that. But don't coaches can't be shaking their heads and going, I, I have no idea what a targeting call is anymore. That's an issue. That's the yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The players and coaches who whose livelihood for the coaches and careers uh, for the players, uh, livelihood as well, depend on knowing the rules and how they're allowed to play or not right. should know what the rule is. Right. And if they don't, it's either they aren't paying attention or the rule is too complicated, or, and I think it's the latter. And make, make the rule better. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no problem with making the rule better. And, and again, I'm referring to Hans's kind of tiered plan where it's incidental or it's it's more vicious, you know, that sort of thing. Like maybe people out there would disagree, but at least it's it's trying to make the rule better because the rule right now, as it stands, you're right, Austin, is is ridiculous because it's honestly too severe. And so referees will, will use their own personal judgment, and their personal judgment stinks because they've probably got money on the game. Coming up next. But really. We're going to talk to uh, Dan Walken of USA Today. Uh, stay tuned. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Engel Show with DJ and PK. PK. Do you think you're playing the best you've ever played in the NBA right now? I obviously feel good. I mean, I don't even know if I've played the best or better or whatever. I think here for me is I've tried to get better. I've tried to do something different to make myself more effective or more efficient or whatever it is. And I just feel really comfortable. I'm obviously really comfortable with the system. I'm obviously comfortable with coach. And like I said, every year I try to add something to both ends, offensively and defensively. And yeah, I'm just in a really good spot. 
Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hi, this is Brian Jorgensen at Alta Mortgage Financial. Did you know that mortgage rates have once again dropped near their all-time lows in the threes? If you're looking to purchase, build, or refinance, now may be the perfect time. And we have all of the best options for a no-origination fee or no-closing-cost loans, too. Give us a call today at 801-944-4440. That's 944-4440. Or visit us online at altamortgagefinancial.com. That's
your tax refund? That's a reason to go to Jackson Hewitt Tax Service. File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro how you could get up to $3,200 fast with a no-fee refund advance. It's a 0% APR loan from MetaBank that's available before your tax refund is, so you could get money when you need it. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn about availability, terms, and how you could get money on a prepaid card fast, like today fast. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. That's Jackson Hewitt. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time There's something wrong here, there can be no denying One of us is changing Oh, I love this song. Welcome on back. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a total request Tuesday. It's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. It's a total request Tuesday, and Austin often likes to come up with a theme. Uh, Today's theme is running late because Gordon is uh, stuck out there in some traffic. So... We thought it'd be a pretty good, uh, pretty good theme for today. At Jake Scott Zone, at Austin Horton. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. He makes the magic happen at USA Today. He covers college football. He is Dan Walken with us here on the Big Show. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Hey, terrific! Uh, I know you were at the game last night. Give us, uh, kind of, give us. I, I guess, what was it like? What was the feel like? The atmosphere? Uh, give us, kind of, the scene. Uh, well, it was a big party in in New Orleans when you have the championship game there. It's always really good. Uh, fans like going there, and everyone goes down on the French Quarter and uh, gets uh, a little inebriated and. Uh, they just kind of let it all hang out for the weekend, and there's this big buildup to the to the game, and the atmosphere was really good. And obviously for LSU being basically a, a semi-home game for them, uh, the fact they hadn't won a national title in 12 years and just the kind of aura around this team, it was just kind of like everything was building up to a, a great performance, and LSU was able to, to do that and, and walk off with a – 15-0 season. I thought last night, uh, just to editorialize a little bit, I, I thought last night, I thought the game was a lot better than maybe the final score indicated. What does it say about LSU as a team that they were able to really put away a team like Clemson? Because, uh, I mean, Clemson was really good. Well, yeah, that was the thing about LSU all year long, is if you wanted to hang in the game with them, you were going to have to keep scoring. Uh, because you just weren't going to stop them all that much. Uh, they proved that over and over again, and Alabama was the one that that kept scoring with a healthy Tua, and and they were, you know, it was a two touchdown game, and Alabama had that very very late touchdown, but it was a that was a back and forth game, and I think the difference this time was that Trevor Lawrence just was not sharp, and Clemson got back within four, or I'm sorry, three at the start of the second half, and, and you're sitting there thinking, okay, here we go, you know, this is going to be 
a back-and-forth game. And then I think they got another stop and had the ball back, and then that was basically it. They just all punts from there. They could never get any momentum, and, and Lawrence had opportunities and, and just missed throws. He threw high a lot, overthrew the ball. He just couldn't locate, and that's the difference in the game to me. Joe Burrow was very accurate when he had his opportunities, and, and Lawrence was not. Speaking of Joe Burrow, Dan, and Dan Walken of USA Today with us on 97.5 and 1280 of the zone, 5,671 yards, 60 touchdowns, only six interceptions, a 76.3% completion percentage, the Heisman Trophy, the national championship. Where does this season fit amongst the pantheon of great college football seasons from quarterbacks? Uh, pretty awesome. Maybe the best. You know, I, I, I certainly think there's an argument when you look at the numbers, and, and obviously it's not easy to compare eras and the game's different and all that, but just in terms of throwing the football, he didn't make many mistakes over the course of an entire season. Uh, he, he made fewer mistakes over a season than a lot of quarterbacks will make in one or two games. So it's really phenomenal what he was able to uh, do consistently week to week, especially given the level of competition. I, look at the teams they play. I mean, we can all pick apart teams for various flaws or whatever, but Texas, Florida, Auburn, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, these are the blue bloods of the blue bloods. And then you finish it off against Clemson and Brent Venables, who, you know, I thought Brent Venables won the first quarter and was doing everything in his power to give that Clemson defense a chance, but just couldn't, you know, hold off the, the, the tide. There and and so uh, I think it is the most impressive season we've seen from from an individual player and and it I thought was a very well earned and deserved uh, championship. I want to ask you about uh, Coach O and uh, the validation of his career, but I want to ask it to you this way since we're out west here: Is USC kicking themselves today? Uh, look, uh, I, I don't know if that's fair. Um, Ed Orgeron, and I think this gets lost a little bit because in the retelling of the Ed Orgeron story, people kind of skip over the reality of what happened to him, which is he got offered a job at Ole Miss that, that frankly, he never should have been offered, okay? It wasn't his fault that he took the job, but he did, and anybody would have. But it was, he, was not, he was not cut out for that. He was not a fit for it. He wasn't ready for it. And it was a train wreck. It was a total disaster. And it wasn't a disaster just because, oh, you know, Ole Miss is a hard place to win or he didn't get a fair shot or anything like that. Like, it was a train wreck because of him. So when people doubted Ed Orgeron, including me, it was based on, like, things that had happened. When he was a head coach in the SEC, it was based on a track record that was not very good. Uh, so that he has turned everything around – is not only a credit to him, but it's also, I think, maybe a product of a lot of the experiences he had and some of the failures that he had. I think everybody always liked Ed Orgeron, but the idea that, that he could go from a, a guy who you know, just wasn't very good with, with assistants or players or, you know, just every the administrative side, the discipline side, to, to figuring that out is just not something that, that we have a lot of experience with. So um, it's, 
yeah, it's really cool. Dan, talk for a minute, if uh, if you will, about the University of Utah, uh, a season that was full of potential. I mean, they won 11 games, which this was was really their best team in the Pac-12 era. There's not a whole lot of argument there. But, you know, the season didn't end so well. They got just rocked by Oregon, and then uh, things didn't go so well in the bowl game against Texas. And, you know, people can talk about them not wanting to be there, but the fact is they did not play very well in their last two games, finished the year 16th in the final AP poll Put a bow on Utah's season for us from your perspective. Well, I think what it'll probably be remembered for is just a missed opportunity. Uh, certainly, Utah had a great year, and, and you know you start to go through the seasons, and anytime you win 11 games, that stands out on a record on a Wikipedia page. But I think it'll be hard for some people to separate that from – the idea that uh, uh, you know that, that they could have won one game and gotten into the college football playoffs. It's not something that you can expect every single year that situation to present itself. Uh, not just at Utah, but but you know, most places. So, and they didn't play well in that game. And maybe you know maybe at the end of the day they just weren't good enough, right? Sometimes that's all it is. Like you you, you just you aren't good enough. And you, you were never going to be good enough, and that's fine. But I do think they'll look at that as a bit of a missed opportunity. On the other hand, I, I mean, we're long past the point where, like, people said, hey, you know, can Utah cut it in the Pac-12? Can they recruit at that level? That, you know, are, are they going to get swallowed up? We're way past that. Like, they've, they've been legitimate Pac-12 team for a while, but uh, I'm sure it's disappointing the way it ended. Dan, real quick before we let you go, I uh, want to get your thoughts on the news that broke today about Penn State football, and there's a lawsuit involving hazing, and it's just a, a dreadful story, but uh, your thoughts to what we've learned so far. I, I don't have really much uh, much information on it. I, I you know, I saw the report, and, and because it's a travel day, I've just kind of been running around and haven't been able to totally dig into it. But, uh, you know, you, certainly the allegations are disturbing, but again, they're allegations. Um, how you know can they, can they be proven? How, how deeply can they be investigated? Uh, it's it's difficult to say, but certainly you would hope at this point, you know, at, at any school, particularly at Penn State, that, that people in football programs would be vigilant about hazing uh, and that kind of thing, uh, because there's just no place for it. And certainly um, hope if that's going on that whoever. Uh, was involved and is held accountable. Dan, thank you so much for a few minutes. Uh, We really appreciate it. Got it. Thank you. Dan Wilkin of USA Today. Gordon is here, and he is ready to pay up. And we will get to that coming up next. Chris Mannix at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Truncated Big Show right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. The conversation will happen is, oh my gosh, what's going to happen when Mike Conley comes back? Mm-hmm. And I think that's nothing but a positive thing. The big picture. Maybe for a couple of games there's going to be some acclimation. But in terms of the quality of play, I don't see why Mike Conley couldn't fit into that. In my opinion, they are not the best version of the Utah Jazz until Mike Conley gets in, gets fully acclimated, and then the Jazz can be what they envisioned before the season started. Right, if we're talking championship, if we're talking to be a threat for a championship, if we're talking my goal for the Jazz, which which was Western Conference Finals or bust, yeah, Mike Conley's got to play, and he's got to play well. If we're talking right now, they can continue what they're doing and still get Mike Conley acclimated and up to speed while still winning these games. 
Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years.
Well, luckily, I know how to make bathtubs, and you are pretty good on the radio. Yeah, your bathtubs are awesome, too. A few weeks ago, one of our customers, we'll call her Katie. Why Katie? Because that's her name. Okay. Katie wanted us to make her tub's tub look like it was made out of concrete. Katie worked with my designer, Jenny, to create a -a one-of-a-kind original bathtub. That's incredible. I want you to create a tub for me that's camouflage so that I can hide in my tub's tub. Yeah, but for that to work, we'd have to paint your entire body in camo, and we don't have enough paint for that. Wait a second. Are you calling me fat? No, I'm calling you large. Oh, okay. Thanks, because I appreciate that. Look, if you're building a house or remodeling a bathroom, go into any Mountain Land kitchen and bath showroom and Create your own one-of-a-kind Tubbs Tub. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go, Tony Them. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a little too late, I'm a little too gone A little too tired of this hanging on So I'm letting go while I'm still strong enough to It's got a little too sad, I'm a little too blue It's a little too Big Show 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you, listen tomorrow on a Win Ticket Wednesday for your chance to win tickets to the Black Crows. The Black Crows is Chris and Rich Robinson reunite for a 30-year anniversary celebration of their landmark quintuple platinum debut album, Shake Your Moneymaker, for a 2020 world tour. See them play the album in its entirety, plus all the hits, when they come to USANA Amphitheater on September the 1st. Tickets on sale now. Purchase them at Live Nation. Dot com. All right, Gordon, we've got Chris Maddox coming up next, and then uh, Jazz pregame starts at 4.30. So now is the time for you, my friend, to pay the piper. How are you feeling? Uh, other than the fact that it took me an hour and a half to get in here. Uh, we're glad you're here. We're glad you made it. And uh, telling everybody out there, be safe. Go slow. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, go slow, but don't go too slow. That, that's terrible advice. Go as slow as you feel necessary to be safe. What's the matter with you? Yeah, you gotta know, you gotta know your limitations. That's for sure. That's the worst. You got here all right. I did. Why are you chastising people out there just trying to be safe? Anyway, you've got to, you've, you've yeah, got to pay up on your bed. Yeah, here. apparently I do. Yeah. Uh, did you hear Austin's suggestions earlier in the show? They were all bad. All bad. Yes. You didn't like one of them. No. Well, one then of them. All three. It is. Did you like? <laughs> did you like one less than the others? Uh. Actually, I thought some of the suggestions that came in earlier were better, but uh, that's just my own opinion. I don't get a say. Such as? Yeah, for example? No, I, I, I just don't even want to participate. I'll do, I'll do whatever you guys tell me to do. I didn't make you late. Wait, what was the, what was the subject matter <laughs> of the ones that were better? I don't remember now. Mm. Uh, this sounds mm, made up. Yeah, it does sound made up. <laughs> Yeah, it's incriminating audio, Gordon. You know it's not going to be like, I'm the smartest man alive. I mean, that's not that's not how this game works. I wouldn't want to say that about myself anyway. Yeah. Not again. <laughs> so it's, it's got to be painful and it's got to be usable. That's that's the idea. I uh, It's Austin's decision because he's the one who, who uh, had the bet. I kind of like the vacation one because I feel like we could use that. No, because <laughs> all that does is draw attention that uh, is unwarranted. What do you mean unwarranted? 
Why? Why people would, know when you're on vacation? I, I know, but why? Why? <laughs> why do you want me to say that I don't deserve vacation? Boom! Market cross that one off the list. <laughs> I mean, everybody deserves vacation. I agree, but that's the idea. It's funny, but it's funny. Yeah. No, I mean. Gordon, we we glad you. We get a don't chance really to go on feel vacation. you don't deserve yeah. it. <laughs> Jeez, it's kind of the idea again behind incriminating audio. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's, well, it's I, a joke. I'm the one who made the bet. Yeah, I'm the one who lost the bet. So I'm willing to, uh, you know, I'm I'm here. What did what did Your you wish think? Is my command. What did you think about the parking lines are just suggestions? See, now the thing about that is that that never happened. That's the idea. What are you talking about? We're just talking about parking but lines. We're not a, talking there, about. There isn't a kernel of truth to it. I still would want to know who who ratted uh, me out on that because they they need to get their eyes checked. It's it, I can't tell you ever because it's gotten way too personal, and I can't <laughs> I can't I can't me. ruin I relationships. At this point, I don't care about what anybody does. <laughs> that is not true. Yes, it is. That is not true. What, what do you think I'm going to do? Get even? You would be you would be upset. No, it would. It would uh, impact. No more than I am now. It would impact your relationship on this no, person. No, I feel. No, I feel like no, it would. No, it would. But that's the idea of incriminating audio: is it's not true, and therefore it's funny when we play it. Right. Okay. Unless All Bowler right. really is Lisa's pet name for you. <laughs> no. No, she is never. <laughs> that, that's the goal here. Is it's supposed that. to be so wrong <laughs> and so false that it's funny. <laughs> so by you protesting the lines, one that. Meet leans, maybe it was true. No, it, it was not true. I swear to you. But it's that is not true. it certainly means that Lisa's pet name for me is Bola. <laughs> it it certainly go. means that it's obviously causing Gordon a little pain, which is kind of the idea. So maybe well, you right. should be le- leaning to thing. that one. Here's the thing, you know, when you, I mean, you're making me out to be a a beep, a beep, a beep beep. And I and I would never do that. I I don't take up two spots. I would never I mean, believe that college athletes should be paid. But I mean, <laughs> come on, come on. I hate amateurism. Pay those college that's athletes. That's I'll die there, a little inside every no, time I hear it. No, there you're speaking truth. Well, on, on the parking lines one. <laughs> There may All be right. some truth to that one too. Just tell me what I have to say, and I'll and I'll do you, it. You you can't debate the one where you moved the traffic cone because yeah, we know I that did, one. We know I that did, one. I did happened. that. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? That, well, the, the guy told me I could. I think if I remember it right. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think so. On that one. <laughs> I think they did. Hey, hey Lloyd, Lloyd. I think his answer was, it's your funeral. Lloyd was the one who filmed that particular incident. <laughs> Lloyd, did it Did it appear that Gordon had approval to move the traffic cone? What do you say? Did it appear that Gordon had received formal uh, approval and permission to move traffic cones to make that parking spot his that day out here? I don't know anything about that. I don't think so. Oh, look at Lloyd clam Lloyd up over there. Suddenly went LeBron James <laughs> on Seriously, China. Seriously, <laughs> Lloyd's like, oh, I'm going to have to do a little more research into that. <laughs> See, and he was the one doing the filming. Gal, how much did you pay Lloyd? Yeah, Not one. Seriously, period. Lloyd. I'll catch you later. Is this Lloyd. A, is this a managerial strategy on Lloyd's behalf? Like that's how Lloyd got where he is. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so what what are we going to do? Because we've got uh, we've got Maddox coming up right around the corner. We got to we got to come to a decision. We got to do it, and we've got to get this thing this uh, thing on tape and. 
Do we? Into, so into one the of these three, or do you want to do another one? I, I'm leaving it entirely up to you, Austin. You're the one who put. Uh, so the Gordon hates my guts forever. <laughs> you're the one who made the bet. You get the the reward of picking what he's going to say. All right, uh, all right. Let's go with. Uh, I'll let you pick Gordon of the three, which is the least damaging you think to your reputation. Okay. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. Speed limits don't apply to luxury cars. Or I really don't deserve all this vacation time. Well, I don't like any of them. <laughs> no, but with, you got to choose which poison you want to take here. All right, since since I I know that I did not commit said offense, park across multiple stalls. I, yeah. I will go ahead and say that because it is absolutely untrue. That's the idea. Yeah. Okay, All right, so, so parking the- stalls are merely suggestions. I'm sorry, parking stall lines are merely suggestions. All right. You ready? Yep. You know, guys, parking stall lines are they're, they're just suggestions. Not too bad. Not, not too bad. Now, are you comfortable with it or you want another take? Let's you'd always do at least more, at least one more. Just to make sure we got it. That's the rules. Okay. Guys, fellas. Friends, no. he's gonna countrymen. Cut, he's gonna cut that part off, you know. <laughs> Just say what I told you to say. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. That's good. I kind of like, that, like one. that one. Yeah, yep, that, that like one that. sounded a little more serious. One, one for the road. Yeah, and really sell suggestions because <laughs> you kind of trailed off there. Okay. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. I, I can die happy. Can you can you live with yep. that? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good for you, Gordon. Way I can to, die and live with that, yeah. Way to be a good sport. You know what you should do is you should piece bits and pieces of those three together to make it even sound worse. No, I it, had never thought of that. It See, it, <laughs> we're not aiming for worse. We're aiming for it's got to sound serious, like, like you said it and you meant it. That's why I hate that amateurism one so very much. I hate amateurism. Pay those college athletes. Because I sound Lisa's mad. pet name for me is Bowler. I mean, just that sounds so legit. And now. Can I try one more time? If you'd like to. Okay. I'm not going to stop you. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. That sounded kind of chestery. That was a little weird. Yeah, and, and yeah, it was a bit uh, George Hamilton, bad acting-esque. <laughs> Could hear the spray tan through uh, the mic. Uh, <laughs> all right, one more time. How about, how about guidelines instead of suggestions? Fine. Are we really guidelines? That, yeah. No, suggestions, suggestions is better. Because they are literally guidelines. But. Yeah, you, suggestions right, so you sounds want, like you want, you're ignoring them, which you do. Do you want this to sound dismissive, or do you want it to sound sincere, or do you want it to Dismissive s- might be good. Let's go with that. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. That was pretty good. I think that might be the one. Uh, we have uh, we've got a little uh, breaking news. I'm told about the uh, the Utah Jazz coming from David Locke. Donovan Mitchell will play tonight, so he's been upgraded to from probable to available. He will be in the lineup for the Utah Jazz. So well, I'm goodness. glad because he was doing good deeds yesterday. He was right when we had Kristen on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if he was healthy enough to do those good deeds, and that was an indicator that uh, he would be uh, okay to go ahead and go today. Because if he's sick, you don't want your guy out there meeting with the public, and that's what he did. So, yeah, good. Well, the Jazz uh, are certainly relieved to have his services back. And I'm seeing from our buddy Josh Parcell that Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator at LSU, the 
the magic behind that crazy offense. He's going to the Panthers. Oh, is he? Go play for or go coach for Matt Rule. Is he the one that had his daughter-in-law who passed away? In that Ooh, I don't know. He oh, was the passing. This guy was the passing coordinator. Yeah. Oh, okay. Joe Brady. All right, all right, all right. We'll have more coming up next. Big show. Chris Mannix joins us straight ahead, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty of the zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Mike Huguenin from the Athletic. With these four teams, they look like they got it right. But with that.